All right, coming into the house right now is PJ Patriot. You can follow him at uh, PJ underscore Patriot over there on on Twitter, I believe on Instagram as well. Yeah, his handle's the same on on everything. He's got one of these uh, link tree things where he compiles all his links and things like that. So do check out PJ PJ Patriot. Let's get him on in the room. We're going to talk a bunch of cool stuff. This will be an episode of Call Me Ignorant in a couple days. Looking forward to talking. Let's see what's going on. All right, can you hear me? I can see you. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. Can you? What's up, man? Hey. Hey, what's going hey, on? How's it going, VJ? Thanks for coming on the show. Good, man. I hope this isn't too bright. I know I'm white, but I, I look like super white. <laughs> yeah, now you're translucent. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was trying to figure out like which lights to shut off or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome, man. That- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it looks fine. We're all good. So I didn't even all know right. you, you did music, man. So you play guitar? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Cool. Um, I most, I was, uh, you know, I played in bands for quite a while. I was mostly a vocalist. I played bass. I've got, you know, some guitars in my wall, obviously, but, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself super good at guitar. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Do you have any music out there like on the internet or anything like recorded that we sure, can listen yeah, to? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was in a couple of bands that got like some minor record labels back in the uh, record deals back in the day. And then probably my favorite project I ever did was the last one I recorded. Um, it's called Born to Conquer. It was never like it was never a big thing, but it, I think that was some of the best music I recorded. Cool. Was it like so, so you were mainly a vocalist? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did vocals cool. and I did bass in a few projects. Nice, so. man. That's great. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you knew that's my that's my like full time job. I'm a music teacher. I'm uh you know, I sell music to podcasts and things like that. So I've been doing you know, I've been I went pro for lack of a better word about eight, eight or nine years ago. So that's, uh, that's awesome, I'm trying dude. to kind of, that's one of the things I'm trying to do in this, in this area, I guess on, on the internet too, is kind of make music a little more, you know, right wing or conservative for lack sure. of a better word, because like the arts are classically liberal or whatever. And you know, it <laughs> seems like a noble, you know, a noble thing that someone can do these days. Right. Absolutely. Especially you said uh, a little liberal. I think the arts have become full on communist at this yeah. point, but oh, yeah. 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 I, I didn't know. Unfortunately. I didn't know how bad it was. Cause I, I lived in DC for, for about 10 years and I didn't, cause when you're in it and I didn't really study politics or I didn't really get, I didn't really know what I was doing other than music. And until I left or right near the end, when I started looking into the cultural situation, I was like, I'm surrounded by commies, dude. Like, <laughs> this is great. I got to leave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's true, man. So yeah, how'd you yeah. get in? How'd you get into making content and stuff? I mean, you know, we're going to talk about a bunch of current event stuff later, but you know, you got a pretty, as far as I'm concerned, a, a big following over there on TikTok and things like that. But when did you start making content? You know, in this whole sphere. So in this sphere, uh, probably December of 2020. Um, but I've been doing, you know, like different things. Like I said, I've been in music since I was 16. Uh, I've done some YouTube stuff that's, that's done well. I've done some podcasts that have done pretty well. And I guess it was like for the last few years, I guess like 2019, 2020, I was doing a lot of Twitch streaming on uh, different podcasts and stuff like that. And I felt like I painted myself into a corner where I was trying to just entertain people. I, I like my belief at the time was that everything has gone insane and you can't even watch football without having a political discussion. I'm like, I just want to entertain people. I, I have like very strong beliefs but I just want to make people laugh. Like my first dream when I was a kid was to be a comedian. Mm. Uh, so I've always just found ways to, to entertain people or to do some type of content creation. I've worked uh, on radio, on the news a little bit. Uh, so I've done a lot of different stuff, but it was like towards the end of uh, 2020 where I was like, I've got to, 
I can't do this anymore. I can't just like hold back what I'm thinking all the time. And, uh, the people that I'm working with, the things I'm doing, were just kind of like pigeonholing me into like not really being myself mm. and it was depressing. So like I, I stepped away from content creation for a few months and thought about things and uh, prayed a lot and talked to my family and talked to some friends. And uh, I think it was like December. I started making like YouTube content that was uh political. And then it was like probably early January. I got COVID mm. and uh, I was stuck at home for two weeks. I'm like, you know what? Everybody keeps telling me to try this TikTok thing. So I was like, I'll just make some funny stuff on TikTok, and it just blew up uh, for a while. And then after the Super Bowl, I've been shadow banned into non-existence, and it's been like a, a good long six months of just not being able to get anything I do out in front of anybody. So it's been it's been frustrating. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's definitely yeah. one of the topics we're going to talk about in a little bit. I mean, just a quick word on it. I tried to search you and I could like, couldn't find you, dude. <laughs> like your LinkedIn. Do you, work do you on know t- how many people have told me this? Dude, it was yeah. crazy. People- I could, yeah, I couldn't find you on you. And you followed me. I followed you for the first time yesterday on mm-hmm. Instagram. You had followed me for, I think a month or something like that. I couldn't find you by typing your name yeah. on Instagram. Your you, LinkedIn. You can work- type in my yeah. exact handle yep. and you will not find me yeah. on most platforms yeah. anymore. It's really, it's that bad. Wow. And uh, I've had some conservative friends be like, oh, shadow banning is not a real thing. Like you just haven't experienced it. <laughs> like, Oh, it's real. There's yeah. no way that I've got uh, videos that have hit near a million views and you can't find my handle by typing it in exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, and yeah. I was actually, while I was watching the, the previous hour, I was actually trying to message someone on TikTok, and I was like, oh, hey, I, I want to share this video with them. And I typed in their name exactly a few times and kept going back to their page and looking at it. It would not let me send them or find them or anything. So it's, it's happening to a lot of people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely talk about that a little bit as far as like solutions or whatever interested in your opinion on that. But so you you know, one thing that you mentioned earlier where you're, you're kind of just like, focusing on entertaining people and you weren't being true to your true self or whatever. I find that you that you can't go too far either way because I've, I've criticized heavily, you know, what you would call serious political commentators where they don't smile that much. They don't crack a joke. They don't. And they're just like, we need to wake up the sheeple. And, (laughs) and then, but there's also, I certainly have a problem with the person not speaking their mind or just trying not bringing up serious topics and things like that. So I think that it's like, you have to kind of make a balance, but one thing that, people in my chat have said before i definitely agree with is that you know not talking about religion and politics is how we kind of got into this mess i mean people you know my parents have said my grandparents you know don't talk about religion and politics i'm like we need the two the two most important things to talk about that affect our lives the most yeah Yeah. so i actually i agree with you a lot i actually have a problem too with a lot of the right-wing commentators even that are ultra serious Mm -hmm. um because you you do have to entertain people but you know at the end of the day and you also like politics is such a serious game and, and it's affects us so much that if you can't find a way to laugh about it, then it's just going to drive you mad. Like, I, I, like it took me the last few weeks of being kind of really, I mean, not kind of, but like really depressed on, on what's going on in Afghanistan um, to finally make a video yesterday where I was like, I think I found a way to try to use some dark humor and try to lighten up the situation a bit because I feel like that's my job is like, I, I definitely did that a few times where I made videos that were like really serious. I'm like, that's just not me. Um, I want to make people laugh. We need to, we need to laugh. And I think the comedy is very effective. And that is why I've noticed that it's the comedic channels that get hit the hardest. Mm. My, like the biggest I ever got hit was literally making a joke about, um, basically remember when they said that Super Bowl was racist or Tom Brady was racist for winning a Super Bowl. I made a joke about that and that almost lost me my channel. And ever since then I've been on, like you said, unsearchable. I've, uh, not gotten a single, 
new follower in six months, no matter what I put out. So what? I've had this, you know, 23,000 followers. Yeah, for real. I've had 23,000 followers on TikTok, and I would say about 90% of them because I, I pay attention to the numbers because I kind of figured out how the algorithm works or it did before they kind of caught on to who I was. I figured out how to, how it worked and how to post. And like, I, I pay a lot of attention to this stuff because I've been doing this for a while. And I was able to get videos up to five, 600,000 views sometimes, including that one before it was taken down. And uh, now there's just nothing I can do. Like I'll see a video start to like uh, get shared an insane amount of times for, for the views it gets or get liked for uh, like at extremely high ratios. And I think there's been three times where like it accidentally slipped on the for you page for about one minute and then it was taken off right away. Wow. And uh, it's just been like, I've tried making other channels. That's, that's the thing. I mean, they have your IP address. I've tried using IP blockers. Like, I don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> to get my stuff out there, but it's, uh, it's the comedian. It's the, com- it's the, uh, the funny channels. I think the people right. who are actually entertaining that yeah, it's uh, effective. they know are effective. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's cause you can't really yeah. like, I also think that, uh, there, you need to have a decently good grip on truth to be even be funny. Cause you can't, I don't know. Right. You can't like lie all the time. You can't, you has, you're tapping into something that's true in society and making, maybe making a caricature of it. Maybe, you mm-hmm. know, do, but it, it all comes from an objective truth point where you're like jumping on. Like, and that's why when people are laughing at something at stand up comedy, it's something they knew was true, but they didn't know yeah. how to articulate it. And it just, it's well, so, that's why, yeah. This is why people clap now when they watch comedy because they're not saying anything true. They're saying what they think should be said. So comedy, comedy and satire have to be, yeah, clapter's the worst. Comedy and satire have to be true in some essence for them to be funny. It's exactly right. So if you don't have a grip on reality, you're not funny anymore. And that's why you've seen all these late night comics who used to be funny, uh, just be absolutely the worst, most unwatchable people ever. Um, I don't think Trevor Noah was ever funny, though, to be honest. No, I, I saw his stand up before he was famous and I'm like, this guy's just not funny. Yeah. What What was the what was the Tom Brady joke? Like, yeah. Oh, OK. So I heard you talking a little bit earlier about TikTok and the editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So one of the problems I've had <laughs> is getting all my jokes in in one minute. Uh, so my, my videos, I, if you watch my older ones before, you could do the three minute videos. They I talk fast because uh, I had to like fit all these jokes into a minute. So there was a lot in there, but I think one of them was like, we should just hold a Super Bowl in any other month or, or wait, it would be, what was it? You can, it's not racist. If you win the Super Bowl in any other month, but February, mm. you know, it was like jokes like that. And I think, yeah. I think what really got me, like, that was just one of them. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, I could probably find it. It's still on Instagram. Yeah. It's send it, just DM, yeah, DM it to me after the show or something like that. I'll show the people. In sure. Another, oh, so I, I don't remember all the ju- it was like a lot of jokes though. Yeah. I I've seen, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 33. I, but I feel like a complete boomer when I look at the TikTok, <laughs> like the fast paced stuff. I barely have yeah. edited a video in my life. I think like even the ones I, I, I snip from streams are just long segments, you know, anything from five to 20 minutes. And I've done like three edited videos in 2019 and I hated it. I was like, this sucks, dude. I just want to stream and do stuff live. So when I watch this, uh, Instagram, TikTok, you know, that style, I'm just like, wow, I feel like 90 years old. So, you know, we'll, we'll play yeah, it. I, okay. I, I feel the same way, but yeah, you still do uh, it. TikTok's though, yeah. a little younger than like you would think I would be on. I'm 30, but mm-hmm. like still it's, it seemed to be a pretty fun way to get it out there. And at least originally, if you know, you don't get flagged by your beliefs, TikTok has a better algorithm and that sounds wrong, but they actually have a better algorithm for re- for growth than other platforms do. As long as you don't, piss them off essentially. Mm. So if your video is actually funny, it's going to get pushed 
and pushed and pushed. So if it's getting likes and shares and views, it's going to get pushed to more people mm. until you do what I did and, and make uh, transgender jokes and, and <laughs> uh, make a joke about Kamala Harris's niece, yeah. which is one of the parts of uh, the, the Super Bowl one, I think that got okay. me in trouble, but yeah, I mean, I don't she's know. on TikTok, so I don't know if she is saw she? it and or what, but okay. Yeah. That's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It hit 600,000 views in three days. Wow. Dang. It's, so it's like, makes me thir- thirsty for clout. I want to like, just put like <laughs> videos of me, like, you know, playing guitar and like get into the algorithm, but you know, do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. If the, I don't necessarily, I'm like half serious about this. I don't know. Like when I see, okay. This is not really a joke, but I see Tom Brady getting like almost looking more and more lesbian every day. Like, I don't know why it is. Like, I saw this video of him. Dude, where you're he, right, though. He looks like a lesbian stork. Like, and, and, and so, like, I think, you know, do you know about the bingo when you have the bingo card for the year? Like the 2021 bingo card where it's like you, hey, you put people make bingo cards at the beginning of the year for what they think is going to happen in current events. In the oh, year. okay. And, yeah, yeah. And I should do that. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Tw- tra- trans Tom Brady is on my 2030 bingo card. Like, I, th- I have a feeling that, that he might be the next, like, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like they might corrupt him enough that I don't know. So that's what made, that Tom Brady thing made me think about. What do you, what do you think the um, solution? I don't know. It's kind of a big question. Cause like you're not in office and sure. I'm not in office, but what do you think the solution to tech censorship is? Do you back like a big government? It's kind of like one of the contradictions of being like sure. a small government guy, but I've become less small government. The, I've become the, less libertarian in the last year than too. I was oh, before. Yeah. Yeah. I go hard. Yeah, I used to be pretty libertarian yeah. and I've become more like full on conservative, um, which we can get into later. But yeah. honestly, I mean, right now, it, I don't think the solution is that difficult because what we're doing is we're allowing these, and I, I'm sure you've heard this before, but we're allowing these text uh, platforms to benefit from all of the benefits of being an open platform while being able to act as publishers and delete anything they don't like. So obviously, as long as something doesn't cross legal lines as far as like threats, because there is actual, you know, uh, laws to what you can and can't say. And I think that pretty much all Americans uh, would agree with, with, with what we've had as far as like you can't threaten people, um, you can't commit libel, uh, you can't uh, incite violence, things like that. Right. But I think as far as you're like avoiding that, I don't see why you can't uh say what you want to say, especially because they are being protected the same as a phone line. So if you and me are on a, a phone call and I say something that AT&T doesn't like, they are under 230 uh, as well. So they can't just come in and, and shut our phone call down. But Twitter can do that yeah. uh, and Facebook can do that. But yet, a lot, yet Twitter can post on full on hard, hardcore pornography, yeah. which <laughs> that's the thing. It's like Twitter's like, oh, well, we're trying to uh, protect people. It's like you have like the most disgusting hardcore yeah. porn for like children to see with like yeah. no nothing holding it back from anybody seeing that. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I don't get it, man. That, I mean, I've definitely, you know, heard this argument before and I agree with it like on paper. I and mean, this also ties into kind of my views on the constitution. Like I'm a, I like the constitution. I think the bill of rights is a really good document. Um, but it comes, it comes down to an issue of enforceability where sure. if, if you have words on a page and no one's carrying out the will of it, it doesn't matter what the law even says, which is almost in a weird way, a argument against God given rights, because it's like, yeah, sure, sure. We might be endowed with these rights by our creator, but if the government in power doesn't even enforce it or anything, this section two thirty is just a, a just 
something on paper. So like how well, that's most of our laws right now, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we're that we're in a post constitutional society. Yeah, the, yeah, the implications absolutely. of it are pretty pretty like almost like un-American. Like you could make the argument that like America, the government doesn't really even exist anymore. It's just like well, a oligarchy that is like a, almost a free for all based on power. So that's how I kind of see the tech thing because you need someone who will actually enforce it. What do you think about that? No, I absolutely agree with you. I think maybe we're talking about this. I was listening to your episode with Frankie Rodriguez. Shout out to her, by the way. She's yeah, a great person. Uh, that's actually how I found you. I'm, I'm a friends with Frankie. So, uh, yeah. So I think you were talking about basically all laws come down to force. And this is something you learn in the military. Like, uh, you know, all, I don't remember the phrase off the top of my head. I had it and I just lost it. But, yeah, you can't uh, violent. I think the phrase they teach in the military is violence solves everything. And if you really think about it, like no law is enforced throughout vi- without violence. Without the threat of violence. So even if something is, as uh, minuscule as a speeding ticket, if you take it to its logical conclusion, you don't pay the speeding ticket, you refuse to go to jail, you refuse to comply, eventually that speeding ticket is going to be enforced by the end of a, of a barrel, the end of a gun. So if we don't have the will to use violence to enforce our laws, and we don't have laws, and we don't have, unfortunately right now, I don't think we have a people that are willing to actually enforce a lot of our laws. And, and I'm, again, I'm not uh, as libertarian as I, I think I used to be. Um, we are a nation of laws and I think that matters. And uh, they have to be laws that are within our constitution, our bill of rights. And that's where it, you know, I diverge from, uh, well, we should just follow the law all the time. I'm not that kind of person. It has right. to be constitutional, has to stand up to our God given rights, our bill of rights, but we are, we are a nation of laws. And if we're not enforcing them, then we're worthless as, as a government, as a society. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, so true. And I also, you know, this just the anarchy. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I used to be an anarchist, I, like an anarcho-capitalist. I was never like an like a communist, but I was. But I don't think yeah, those okay. people are even anarchists because they're advocating for. You can't a group. be a communist. I've never yeah. understood. Sorry, I don't mean it, to cut you off, but no, I've never no, understood anarcho-communism. Completely agree. Completely it's the stupidest yeah. phrase I've ever it's heard in my insane. life. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. way more logically consistent is freedom is freedom and government is coercion and when you don't have a government you have a free market a complete voluntary society that was my thinking about sure when i started the program in uh early 2019 i was an ancap um and i think that that's one thing that they get right or at least they acknowledge that libertarians acknowledge more than any other group is government is the monopoly on violence Yes, um, and, and absolutely. So, yeah, so libertarian thought, I think, is like is really good. I have friends. There's people in the chat, and I've some of my best friends are libertarians. Um, there's a certain segment of the um, of the of the libertarians that I think are as bad for society as communists. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's not I the ones I'm that. friends with. Um, but yeah, I think just, but it's like, what do you do with that monopoly on force? I mean, like, I think the solution is to be responsible with it and like wield, like, it's weird. Like my solution for a lot of this stuff is you have to simultaneously decrease the size of government while wielding its power, which is kind of a yeah. contradiction, but I think it can be done. You know, I'm pretty big on decentralization, but the tech thing it's one of the biggest issues of our time because it's it's yeah. our public square and we can't people can't speak. I, dude, I almost got a strike this morning. You're in the chat. I almost got a strike yeah. this morning. I did get a strike and it got appealed and I repealed and I was freaking out because I thought we were gonna have to do this on my backup YouTube channel. It's like <laughs> crap, dude. But yeah, I mean, I have like five accounts. I'm always chasing. You know, I've noticed that. Are you are you on Twitch anymore? I I saw I got you completely to banned. I yeah, I'm not surprised. Dude. Yeah, got, Twitch is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. streamed on Twitch in, in like a year. I haven't, uh, <laughs> I haven't uh, appealed yet, uh, 
and I'm I'm going to. So hopefully it's favorable. And if I mean I, my what I'm the most successful at now, not in terms of followers, but in terms of viewers, is D Live. I really like D Live. They sure. have a good donation system, all that stuff. But I think I've just been using the phrase uh, "digital nomad" for a while. You know, where yeah. like you have you have to jump from car to car and and make it work. But I think the solution has to come from the government eventually. But I just don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I agree with you. I also, you were talking about like decreasing the size of government. I'm a, uh, totally agree. I'm not trying to sound like I'm this big fisted government person. Yeah. I'm not at all. I think the government, uh, the federal government should be really small. I think that we've actually flipped the the pyramid of, of hierarchy kind of on its head where it used to be the people, you know, it, we, the people, and then you had the state governments and the federal government that's federalism. And now it's like everybody left, right and center pretty much is just accepted. Like the people don't really matter and everything comes from the president or the top, or we think it's the president or who Whoever's handling Joe Biden, as he always says in his speeches, <laughs> they told me to say this. Uh, but yeah, I think we just have it backwards, like <laughs> in a lot of ways. I think that there's there's legitimate uses for the federal government and we've given them too much power. So like legitimate uses would be the military and things like that. But um, I think the people also have to be willing to enforce uh, enforce our norms and our laws and our customs. And we unfortunately, like the way that I've kind of seen it more lately is that we just don't know what we stand for as America anymore. And that's so not, true. it's, it's so clear in Afghanistan. We didn't know if we were imperialist or isolationist and it's, it's true everywhere. Like we don't actually have a standard um, morality that we all follow anymore. And I think that's really what we're seeing here. It's not even a left, right thing as much as, as uh, I don't know. I, I, I maybe this is going to sound a little crazy, but I've just begun to see it as more of like an uh, unspoken Holy war between no, that's uh, not weird know, at all. That's Christian not morality yeah. and atheistic communism. And I Dude. think that I've been sounding like a crazy person for the last year talking about communism because it's like the real thing. And I don't think people, people want to laugh and be like, Oh, you're some 1950s propagandist. And it's like, no, no, you're missing out on a lot of the history and a lot of what's going on. Cause you don't understand cultural Marxism. You don't know the, the Frankfurt school of, of uh, communism or where all these movements come from, if you date them back even to like the 1920s. And I think we're just seeing the fruition of that. And we're seeing the destruction of America because we don't know what we stand for. And we don't stand for a common morality anymore. And that's, that's the biggest threat I think we have. It's, it's not a fight over taxes. It's really a philosophical fight yeah. in a lot of ways. I, I, all the Sorry smart for, people for the tangent. No, that's good. <laughs> I, I just love hearing it. Cause that's, I've been saying the same yeah. thing for about two years. Most of the people that are on point are saying the same thing. It's, it's a spiritual war that manifests itself in, the, in like the secular material realm. And I think that there's at the end of the day, there's only two worldviews and it's good and evil. I mean, like yeah. I look at this abortion stuff in the last couple of days, you have like half the population <clears throat> being like this is a win for like god's righteous law and the other people are like we want to be able to do this there was a clinic in texas trying to care carrying out abortions until eleven fifty nine, the minute before it got like and and they're saying that it's like a, a scourge on human rights and so it's like i think it's good and evil and there's just yeah I, there, if there's a gray area it's 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 hard to find there's some subjective things but like you said i think it's just atheistic atheistic communi- communism or whatever word you want to put it in there versus like sure. God's righteous justice. And it's just, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's interesting. We'll see what happens with, uh, with tech censorship, but, um, you know, you brought up Afghanistan earlier, uh, before we kind of get into that, like, who do you sure. think, it's who, a lot do to you, get into. who do you think is running the country, dude? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish I knew, man. Like, there's, I don't even think it's just one person. I think there's just like this. Uh, can I use the word shadowy cabal? Can I be the same of as course. Time Magazine and of use their word? Of course you can, yes. Uh, for real, dude. I just, yeah. I don't know because it's not Joe Biden. I mean, this isn't even conspiracy theory, theory no. anymore. When he comes out every freaking day that he actually can put on a diaper and make it in front of a microphone for five seconds and say, well, this is what they told me to say. Here's my list of who I'm allowed to call on. It's like, does nobody, nobody believes you're in charge of anything. Do they? Like, is there people out there that still believe that? I don't no. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the deep state. I mean, that's, well, that's why I, yeah. I think that, um, I mean, a lot of these people that are pro military and I, I'm pro troops. I'm not, I'm certainly not pro sure. foreign intervention. I've been a non interventionist my, my whole life, basically. Um, I don't want Biden to stop, to step down. I don't want him to get impeached. I don't want him to get him removed. I want that dude. Cause my justification is it's either Kamala or Pelosi and the deep state is going to run either of them too. So I yeah. would rather just have Biden get some laughs in um, and <laughs> it, it, like, because there's something about Kamala and Pelosi more so Kamala that is deeply <clears throat> unfunny. Yeah, that's sure. deeply hateable. And even like Pelosi's funnier than Kamala, but you know, I just, it, there's something, there's something, about funny. Bi- there's something yeah. I was like, good morning, Sunday morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the thing with Biden is like in a weird way, I would, I want to have a beer with the guy. Like I know that he's <laughs> his kid sniffing, you know, uh, whatever guy and, and like i want to i want to have a beer with joe biden and smoke crack with hunter that's how i kind of <laughs> <laughs> that if i could do one thing with like that's what i would want to do there's something about him that is just like he's bumbling around and the deep state's running everybody so like you know i don't know that's how i kind of feel i've seen people post about uh it remove biden impeach biden but it's like i want trump back or i want biden in, the, in there that's it you know, I, I get what you're saying. Well, like, there's a deep part of me that wants him impeached because of the justice of it. Mm, but yeah, like, I think you're right, though. I don't think it matters. Like, yeah, to be honest, point. I don't think it actually would mean anything. And in fact, I've actually had this theory for a while that they've always put Biden in in front of Kamala for this reason. So he can do all of the insane shit and then they can throw him under the bus when they're done with them. And then Kamala can come in and be like, Hey, I hid from the cameras, the entire Afghanistan thing. So I wasn't involved. So don't put all that on me. Uh, and she, they can just, I mean, the media is already throwing him under the bus. And I heard one person say, well, if Kamala gets in just past the two year mark, she could be president for 10 years because she would get put in with the last two years of Biden's presidency. She could still run twice. Wow. So like, I don't know if that's a thing or not, but my point is he's always been a puppet. Uh, he's not running the show. He's always been there to take the flack. So that way Kamala Harris, when she comes in, will come in with a fresh slate. Um, so honestly, I feel like secretly at some point, the the left, the the establishment is going to want Biden out. Yeah. Uh, so they can claim, hey, this we're washing our hands of anything he did. We're going to continue his policies for sure. But it wasn't us. It was totally this doddering old fool. And uh, it's it's all a, it's all a sham dude yeah yeah i mean yeah i definitely want to ask you some stuff about voting in a little bit but just afghanistan in general i mean what you know i've been you know basically looking into the middle east stuff for about 20 years now since i was 12 or 13 i've been i've opposed all the wars 
Dude, I'm so anti-war that I think like World War II was a mistake. <laughs> like, I, like I think that World War II, there's a fake element to that. There is like a, there, there's always motive m- motives in these big wars that aren't just like, oh, we went to go beat the Nazis, you know. So, um, how how do you see our <coughs> us going in there? Like, wh- where were you at the time of 9/11? Did you back like that initial Iraq? I know we're talking about 20 years ago, but. Um, sure. I mean, like, I was uh, yeah. in fifth grade at the time. Yeah. So eighth. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so we. Yeah, I what about like just I like definitely... a few a few years after? You know, like like the whole because it was basically a fifteen year pro. I mean, every single president had the chance to pull out. Like, well, how did you see the whole thing for that period? Yeah. Sum up twenty years in like a couple sentences, bro. Sure, I'll try. <laughs> um, I have a theory about war. I have a theory okay. about war that uh, a lot of historians have, uh, have backed this, and I've always felt this way. And I felt like. Going into Iraq, we should have, either, if we were going to go in, which we did, uh, and I supported at the time, I was young, I didn't know a lot of stuff, so I, I won't, you know, hold myself to, to how I felt at the time, but yeah. I think there's two ways to fight wars, and we've done both, and there's always the same outcome. It's either fast and bloody, which has a better outcome in the end, or it's long and slow and drawn out, which is always bad. If you look back to the Spanish-American war, we went in and just cleaned house, and then we were like, cool. Everything was cool, right? We gave Cuba back to the the people, um, whatever. And then right after that, we went into the Philippines, and it lasted for 20 years, and it started off whatever, and then we just hardened their hearts to where they hated us so much that they just came. If you actually study what we did in the Philippines, it is – it's disgusting war. It got so brutal and so nasty. And then you look at how we handled uh, Korea versus Vietnam. You look at how we handled uh, the best, the best example of, of, a, of a, the military doing their job right. In my opinion is operation desert storm. We swept through three countries in three days and ended a war that quickly. And I think that going in and just being brutal and killing your enemies and getting out is the, is the way to do it. And if we're going to be an imperialist uh, society, if we're going to leave bases everywhere, then we should leave bases is my opinion. I'm not saying that I'm for that yeah. uh, because I don't think that America is, is uh, in the place to lead the world right now. But if we're going to do it, we should have just left the base there mm. for crap's sake. It's like, we just handed it over to China, to Russia, to the Taliban. Um, we seriously, we hadn't had anybody be killed there. Like, I'm not saying that that was the best solution, but the way we it's handled like it was so bad. Then, I actually yeah. Yeah. It was so terrible, go back and yeah. forth to where I'm like, I kind of feel like we should have just left an airstrip in the desert and just let some people man it. Like we've done in Vietnam and all these other places. Like if we're going to be that, then let's be that. Right. That's, um, a, that's a decent point. Yeah. Know, it's man. like, it's I'm, like an I'm if not a then foreign thing. policy expert. It's yeah. not my, it's not my thing. I like to talk about because there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a cultural guy. So yeah. my opinions are just that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's interesting. Not, I'm, uh, I'm definitely more of a of a cultural guy myself. Other than like foreign, like like I'm I'm not a big domestic policy guy. I hate reading bills and things like that. I'm like sure. a policy wonk, but I've been obsessed with geopolitics my whole life. And I, you know, I thought that we should have just just left and just obviously like i actually praised biden for that first speech he gave and i was like i hate to do this but we should have just left but then the weeks after that like he it was so bad but i also thought he wasn't in charge so these people are that are i make fun of i've been making fun of the people that are like both sides where they say trump's america and biden's america like you think this is biden's america dude who, what shot is this guy calling? Same thing with, with Trump is like the people would say about Charlottesville, like welcome to Trump's America. I'm like, come on, dude, this is in Charlottesville, Virginia. And most of these people are federal agents. 
<laughs> these right. like KKK types. But it's like yeah. it's like for every three people, two of them are federal agents pointing at each other, and then there's one actual racist in the country. Yeah, I, uh, let, yeah me show, let, so, let me show you a meme real fast. I I uh, let me yeah. go over this real fast because uh, I was uh, I didn't make this one, but I was uh, rather proud of it. Um, it's so it's the Spider Man. Um, yeah, so, I, I saw, oh, you saw this, that yeah. one. Okay, all right. Yeah, some. Yeah. I just enjoyed some autistic fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. That is yeah. basically what Charlottesville was. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, so you know, Afghanistan's obviously a bit a big issue. What? I, so I wanted to ask. We talked about this a little bit earlier. You know, in the first hour of the stream, like, how real do you think voting is? You know, I mean, because I think it can't be completely fake, but it can't be yeah. completely real. I don't so, think it's completely fake. Yeah. And I've, uh, I think you should vote. I think that you shouldn't be deterred because here, this is, this is just my theory, throw up, you know, whatever. But I think just based on stay, you know, I work nights, so I stay up and hear a lot of stuff. I actually have some crazy conspiracy theories and stories just from hearing the news at three in the morning versus six in the morning. Some of the shit you'll hear, we could, you know, but just staying up all night and listening to the way that the media freaked out uh, when Trump won, I think they cheated. I think they've been cheating forever. I think that people vote, and there are, are are these things where they, uh, you know, have fake ballots, mess with the algorithms, things like that. I don't think Trump was supposed to win. And I think that he was voted for so much that he won anyway. And that's why we're seeing this speed up of, oh, shit, we lost four years of what we were going to do because uh, we couldn't get rid of this guy. So now we've got to, like, do everything quick, 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 catch up to our 2030 agenda uh, stuff again. That's, I don't know, whatever. No, but that's, uh, that I makes think sense. I think is real. Yeah. yeah. But I think that I think that they mess with it. It's obvious they do. I mean, you could go back and look at numbers for the last however many decades and see uh, that it is. But yeah, yeah. so that's you, just my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I I think it can't be completely fake and it can't be completely real. Like it's and it's it's provable just by looking at history, looking at. Like the the case I was making at the beginning of the stream was this abortion thing. You know, yeah, if if exactly. it all were fake, then they, they wouldn't have. If it was all fake and satanic, then why did they just do this five four? I mean, it was it was. What are they just giving us a bone? Like, oh, Christians just just throw a bone to the Christians? No, no. Like, I think know, maybe yeah. sometimes that happens, but I don't think that's what this is. I think that here's my opinion on on conspiracy theories. If it takes yeah. too many Let's people that. to keep their mouths shut then it's probably not real. Mm. So, no, I really do. I think when you're talking about an entire voting system, every state, every county, it's like they can infiltrate, do this, that, and the other, but they can't have a completely entirely rigged system and have that many people in on it and yeah. nobody spills the beans ever. Like, that's where you lose me on a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah, so so, so you ran a conspiracy podcast, right? I did. It was yeah. uh, streamed on Twitch and uh -huh. uh, put out everywhere, YouTube, whatever. It was called uh, Totally Plausible Conspiracy Theories. Okay. Uh, I yeah. did that for like a year, so it was pretty fun. Yeah, what was it? it? What was it all about? What was like the the premise? Did you just like pick different conspiracies? <laughs> what was like the format of it? So the format was it was me and a co-host, and when we started off, <clears throat> our format was we would each present a conspiracy theory for roughly a half an hour, and then we got into some where we're like, no, there's no way we can do this that short. We like had to deep dive and dig, so we started doing um, you know co. Uh, running a conspiracy theory um, every week. So we take generally about an hour long, 45 minutes to an hour long. And we would just go through all of it. Like what are people saying? What are the detractors to it? And what do we, you know, by the end, we kind of gave our opinions of what we thought of like, is it plausible? Is it not plausible? Um, 
and some of them we had to do a couple episodes on. MK Ultra was one that uh, took a few episodes. We got into a whole uh, Courtney Love uh, MK Ultra agent conspiracy that was pretty interesting. Interesting. So uh, there was some. There's definitely some where I was like, "This is stupid," and there's others was like, "Nah, I think this is pretty plausible." Wow. Yeah, that's. I mean, but this is my wheelhouse, man. And it's not my. I mean, I just. Yeah. I. I think I buy in. I. Well, the thing is, I thought until a couple days ago, I. I said I bought into almost all of them until it was interesting. Jack Posobiec tweeted out this conspiracy cone. This. This some lefty journalist put out this like pyramid, and we played a game where at the and they listed each one each like segment. It was almost like the inverted food pyramid, and in each okay. segment, they're they're like. Um, I don't know. There, there's like the the ones that were actually real. Like you know, MK Ultras turned out to be proven to be a thing. It is um, real. That's it, the it thing. Real. Like, <laughs> yeah, all the way to the top. And we played a game where we like scored. <clears throat> uh, I scored myself, and I actually got. I was pretty disappointed. Like out of a out of a possible 237 <clears throat> points, I scored like 121. I thought, but some okay. of them were ridiculous. Like you should send it to me because I would like to see where I line up on. That. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it maybe even uh, get you back on in like a month or something like that, and we, we play. It together because some of I them love it, dude. use it as awesome. like a discussion because some of them for instance here's the one that i took m- biggest issue with is in what the middle segment of this cone it said as three different topics uh roswell area 51 ufos and those are like okay. like I, I don't i don't believe in aliens i think aliens are essentially demons i think they're like if they're real so, they're like, so do i yeah, actually yeah, yeah i think this is the right <laughs> the more take. i yeah. study aliens the more i believe that yeah, For real. yeah, and so like I think UFOs are the government. I think that UFOs okay. are the gov- yeah, so government. Yeah, so but they in this cone. My point is, for the most this- part, for the most part, I I will say like there are other times where I think it is something that's maybe more spiritual. Mm. Uh, some of the UFO sightings, but we, we don't have to get yeah. into that right now. Yeah, I, and so if you ever want to read the Mothman uh, prophecy, or no, Mothman prophecies is a movie, or maybe yeah. that's the name of the book too. But the book is great. That's a book. and uh, there's kind of a part where he almost goes into like, hey, this stuff's been happening forever. And we've got reports of like witches back in the day were like, broom, they believe they had uh, lanterns on their brooms. That's why they saw the lights in the sky. Mm. So it's like there's there's reports of this stuff going back well before aircraft. So I think there is a spiritual aspect uh, or another worldly aspect to that as well. But. Yeah, it's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll say mm. I cut it up this video, this segment up as a video. So I'll just send you the video. You can kind of go through it. But I was I, I was disappointed in myself. I thought I was way more <laughs> of a conspiracy theorist. But this, the, some of the ones that are crazy <sighs> are like the music ones. Like, you know, there's this okay. one where the Avril Lavigne got yeah, replaced. I've heard it. I never heard about this until the I've other heard day. It. Yeah. The Lady Gaga <laughs> one is more is more uh, plausible in my book. Uh, if you ever study that i don't one. know that but one man what, what's up with that there was a producer and there was two girls that he was bringing up into the music scene and one of them was more popular and then she fell out of a window and lady gaga became famous so like there's conspiracies that she killed her or that she was the other girl and killed her and took her identity i don't know wow but, uh, it's yeah. been a long time since i looked into it so that's that's like a really rough remembrance of it but it was more plausible than the avril lavigne one i'll say that yeah, I I I didn't know you did a conspiracy when you, you when you DM'd me that I was like interesting because like you know yeah. I don't think there's a regular at my show that would not be considered a conspiracy theorist by like, if, like they if the Associated Press or some like the most you know, normal person today is a conspiracy theorist yes. according to the left. Okay, yes. like everything is a conspiracy theory now, yeah. even provable things. Like yeah. even like we we said MK Ultra, it's like you don't have to believe everything you've heard about MK Ultra, but it did exist. It's documented. And just to call that a conspiracy theory, it's like, it's not though. Like it really did happen. 
Yeah. What's your, uh, well, in a little bit, we're going to do this, uh, the lightning round and people are actually putting lightning round questions in the chat already, but just what's your, what's the one that is, do you think the conspiracy you buy into that you think would be considered craziest by the mainstream? Oh man, that's such a big question. Uh, man, I feel like I have to look back through my episodes Mm -hmm. and think about it. Um, I mean, right now, you know, the election thing is like, you're a crazy person. Um, gosh, I don't know, man. I feel bad not having an answer for that. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Can we check maybe, out? You know, I was, I'll be honest. I was like 50, 50 on the Wayfair thing. Mm-hmm. I said no I on the way. I said no I on said the no Wayfair thing yeah. because, and, and then one of my friends, shout out to aviation arms. He got in the comment section. Now, by the way, which, which is interesting, this video we're talking about is the video that got me a strike last night. And it said I was glorifying violence, um, but you know, but but yeah, he was like, "Dude, you think Wayfair is a hoax?" In the comments, and he's like, "Do I even know you?" And I was like, "Dude, no, I don't think like to buy into Wayfair, you have to think. Am I right or wrong about, about this statement? To believe in the Wayfair thing, you have to think they were shipping kids in cabinets, correct?" Well, no, oh. I don't think so. Okay, I think that's I think that's what people put it as. I th- I don't believe. Like, okay, I'm not yeah. like sold on the Wayfair thing. So don't what take me as it? that's Explain what it for I the people. Cause I, and me being one of the people, cause, because I thought it's it was happened the, in yeah. other places and other big businesses, which makes you wonder. Um, but, um, oh, okay. I, well, really quick before I get into the Wayfair thing, the one, I just realized which one it is the CIA. Um, what's it called? You, you know what I'm talking about? The, the 1970s group, the, the finders. That's oh, yeah. the one. If oh, I believed in real. one fully. Yeah, if I believed in one fully that the media would call me crazy for, it's the finders. Oh, but that's the Wayfair, real. Yeah. Oh, it's real. It's yeah. totally real. We looked into yeah. it. We looked into the documents. There's tunnels going underneath DC going it's out totally like hundreds real, of miles. Dude. Yes, totally real. Yeah. Anyway. But the, the Wayfair thing. Basically, Wayfair would list certain cabinets with children's names, uh, and they would have the same exact cabinets, same uh, everything, color, pictures description for like let's say like 500 bucks and then it would sell another one but it'd have a kid's name next to it for thirty thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars they had a nightlight a a baby's nightlight for like a hundred thousand dollars so the conspiracy was that people were buying these and they were actually buying kids and they were using this as a way to hide it in plain sight i don't think they were actually shipping them in boxes but i do think that maybe it triggered a conversation or uh something you know that could eventually lead to the sale of a child. I think that that's plausible. Mm. Um, but as far as I'm like actually shipping in the cabinet, I don't, I don't think that's like what the real conspiracy was, or maybe some people said that, but I don't think that's how it would have been done. I don't know how exactly it would have been done, but uh, Walmart's done similar things. Um, it just, it wouldn't surprise me, dude. I think that the, the, the number one thing is we started this podcast right after Epstein killed himself. Uh, so that's actually how the conversation right. started was like, dude, this is bullshit. So we should do a conspiracy. It was me and another Twitch streamer who were friends. We did some like uh, co-streaming together, like borderlands three and stuff like that. And we're just like, dude, let's start a podcast. I've always wanted to. And, uh, it actually did pretty well. Um, you could look it up. I don't know if it's still on iTunes, but, uh, it did really well on there. I think it would get, it would get over a thousand downloads a week wow. when we were when we were still doing it. And then it what's started it, to grow after we stopped. It actually it grew the most in the last six months, even though we don't do it. Say the name uh, totally of Totally plausible conspiracy totally theory. Totally plausible. Cool. Yeah. You know, um, conspiracy theory. Yeah. I feel like doing this right now. So uh, I'm going to look this up and I'm going to share a screen with you because I want to go through. We, we, sure. we don't even have all the time in the world. I just want to make some points too about what, like, one of these things, let's just do it. Let me, uh, let me share this screen with you. Um, 
one of these th- the things that these people do is they are all about gatekeeping. Oh, I got to bring this over. So you can see it, but the people can't. Give me just one second. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, okay. These people love gatekeeping. You know, so what they're, they're saying is they just put the the word in there. Like, if you ask, like, do I believe in Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> like, do I believe she was a person? Do I believe, like... Yeah, it's not, it's not a specific enough for yeah, sure Yeah, and so it's they, they they're gatekeepers so like let me read what it says here so this is the thing and it says the funniest part is like they they claim to own the truth that's the craziest thing about these these left-wing gatekeepers or whatever it's a speculation line leaving reality science denial and the anti-semitic point of no return <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so it's like so you're saying like everything above now I do believe in some of the ones up above up, above the anti-semitic point of no return. I'm not anti-semitic but far That's such a that's such a gatekeeping BS way to to list things up there though. Like there's I'm looking at a lot of them and I'm like yeah I probably believe in like some of these not a lot not all of them but yeah. that's not how is it anti-semitic to believe uh for instance like Pizzagate, you dude, know? QAnon dude it's like what does Pizzagate or Wayfair have to do with anti-Semitism? Yeah, I with don't the understand. Jews. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Some of the biggest ones. I mean, to, to hold, one hold the, on, cultural Marxism is up there, dude. Exactly. How in the hell? Cultural Marxism dude. is like a, a provable thing that's Listen, been. Oh my gosh! Cultural Marxism is like a Glenn Beck talking point. It's not that it's wrong. It is, but yeah, Glenn Beck is real. like a mate. Yeah, exactly. Like, like this is like a you know, if Rush Limbaugh were alive, he, he'd be. I think he was talking about Mar- so, uh, cultural Marxism. It's crazy. So let me let me put it this way: If I believe the founder of BLM that said she's a trained Marxist, yeah, then I'm anti-Semitic. Yes. <laughs> like if I believe the actual words she said. See, this is the thing that gets me about conspiracy theory is uh, it drives me nuts when all you have to do is just believe what the people are telling you that they're doing. So when, when, when the World Economic Forum puts the Agenda 2030 on their website, when they put uh, on their website, uh, Build Back Better is about uh, creating a socialist world economy. If I say that, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but the World Economic Forum tells me that they're doing it. Like, I, don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the same thing with, uh, with, with, gay, mar- with, I don't with know, gay, gay marriage. Because uh, people for years have saying like gay marriage is like a, like a Jewish op or something like that. But then the people who created Will and Grace were like, we're Jewish and we made gay marriage. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, like it, it's, it's one of these things where it's like rules for the not for, not for me. Or I think I reversed that. It's cringe. Um, well, it's weird <laughs> to me because the thing about gay marriage that people used to, to to point out was like, hey, what about children? Because we're going to have like the next step, the slippery slope argument that's supposedly a fallacy is that it's going to come for the kids next. Mm. I mean, it, we're there. It totally right? is. And then if you look back, it's like, why did people say this? Oh, maybe it's because starting back with the Frankfurt School of Cultural Marxism, we had a guy who wrote a book, The Sexual Revolution, who was into pedophilia, who was into uh, animal, having sex with animals and all that stuff. And then the other guy that came from that, I can't remember his name right now, the guy that started this whole LGBTQ movement going way back, who used to have a, a gay affair with the grandpa from the Waltons. Look it up, dude. Uh, <laughs> true Say story. What? Um, no, I'm not even making it up. He actually was a leader of NAMBLA, which was a real organization. Do people not know what NAMBLA is and that it was like part of this movement going back along? It's 
the North American Association for Man Boy Love, by yeah. the way. So like people that thought, yeah. hey, maybe these people who are part of NAMBLA and, and pushing for pedophilia might be pedophiles. Like who could have, th- who could have thought? Ooh, oh, the man boy love. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Who would have so, thought that a leader of the North American man boy love association liked kids? Yeah. That's why I oppose like, all weird. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's like, I, you know, even me when I, I was still right wing in 2019, I was more of a libertarian, but if you would have even told me in 2019 that I was completely, that I would be completely opposed to gay marriage in a couple of years, I wouldn't have believed you, but I really, you have to like, it's like nipping it in the bud and yeah. the, Marriage is between a man or a woman, and yeah, that's it, it's like I'm sorry that it's not about love either. Like people can't just love who they want. You can love, you can say you love whoever. You just can't get married. And so this has been my whole thing with the conservative movement, even lately. Is like I had I actually stepped away from content creation a little bit for the last two months. Uh, we we you know we talked about a lot of reasons why, but. One of the things was like this whole uh, not Stormy Daniels, Brandy Love thing at the TPUSA. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all these conservatives are like, yeah. oh, well, what's wrong with promoting porn to 16-year-old boys? Like, how, ba- like, how bad could that be? It's like, are you, you, you call yourself conservative, but, Yo. like, what are you conserving? Like, yes. do we not stand for truth anymore? Like, even with Larry Elder, I get he's a more libertarian figure and he'd be better uh, than Gavin Newsom. But, like, his comments on, like, you know, the whole transgender thing, it's like, do we stand for truth or do we just mm-hmm. stand for, oh, well, we can lie to ourselves and we can take people who are obviously mentally ill and affirm their mental illness because that's healthy for people. Uh, well, this, yeah. seriously, I, I feel bad for people who have gender dysphoria. I really do. And I think that the way our culture has handled it has been not positive. It's been a net negative as far as, like, oh, let's affirm people in their mental illness and just tell them it's great and wonderful and just lead them down a path that leads them to a 50% suicide rate or higher. Yeah. Like that's not, you get that's it, not bro. Love. You get it. That's, yeah. That no, does not, you don't yeah. not care about people. Yeah. So true. And they, what they, what they mean when they say love is they mean sex and yeah. sex is not love. And like God is love, man. We've, we've, like, con- yeah. we've, we've uh, confused the two for so long because of uh, Hollywood and the media and things like that. Yeah. That yeah. People can't even tell the, the difference anymore. I about lost my mind over the Brandy Love stuff. I'm like, you got to be dude. kidding me, I was dude. so mad. Yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was like, what are you doing? That's what, it's one of the reasons why I, didn't, I don't even call myself a conservative. I'm a, I would say if, if I'm speaking to like a normie, I'll say I'll just say I'm right wing and let yeah. them draw their own conclusions. Well, that's where I'm at too, man. I mean, I've been running this normalized conservatism website for, for like a year now. And I've actually kind of like, it's not up right now because I'm just like re like, I had to step away from everything for a while and just focus on my family and think about things. And this was part of it because it's like, what does being conservative mean anymore? Like I, I, it doesn't seem to mean what it used to mean. It's like, do I even want to associate myself with that? Do I just want to call myself a Christian? Because like, seriously, if we're not conserving anything, if we don't actually stand for uh, morality, if we don't have like a cultural conservatism, it's just, Oh, we want low taxes and, and we can let the culture go to hell and watch this uh, society turn into a cultural Marxist revolution, which is what we're seeing. Uh, yeah. Then I just don't know, man. It's it's really made me rethink a lot of stuff. So I feel like a little bit politically homeless right now, and, and kind of like like I feel bad almost coming on your podcast with you know not, not having done much lately. But it's just been one of those times where I'm just like I'm rethinking things and like talking to people and seeing what I want to make my content look like in the future because of these questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like I said, I'm seeing this as more of a spiritual warfare and yeah, a holy war than is. I am a left and right thing. It is. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, well, yeah. that's why I was saying, you know, if someone's, if they're a normie, I'll say I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm right wing. If they're like really normie or almost like 
if it's someone I don't feel like talking to, I will say conservative. <laughs> just to be sure. like, you know, just they know what that means. It's easier for them. But but I'm but look what conservatives do. I'll say traditionalist and I'll say Christian. I've been saying hardcore Christian lately to like people in, in the wild in real life because you know everyone's sure. a Christian. You know, like like people are Christians that don't even they don't even believe in Jesus. <laughs> Dude, seventy you know, percent like, of the Christian church right now def- defines themselves as liberal. Like that's not, I just don't get it, man. I don't, I don't see how you can be one of those people that stands up for uh, all these insane anti-Christian things. These, these cultural Marxism things, which is atheistic communism going back 150 years. And you look <laughs> at the history of that and what it's done to people all over the globe, what it's done to the church. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I love Christ, but I mean, not like that, you know, it's more like, I just want everybody to believe in the same thing as everybody else. Yeah. Uh, so th- thoughts on monarchy. I saw that in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about is, is it all it weird the time. That, like, is it weird that like, it's almost become, <laughs> okay. So like to put it honestly, like the best form of government, if it was done wholly is a, is a monarchy. Yes. <laughs> like for real, it is. Uh, you can look at uh, what's his name. Um, Machiavelli or whatever talked about that and talked about uh, republics. I don't think that we live in a world that, uh, <laughs> or have a, have a foundation where I would feel comfortable with a monarchy right now. Um, you know, that's why I've, I've always stood for republics republics. I think the best thing that we can afford and even that we're losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, if we actually had like holy leadership, yeah. I, I could be a part of a monarchy, but I just yeah. don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe that there. we're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think there's like, a republic. I, it is a little bit more of a meme where I'm just like monarchy sure. based. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, it's yeah. become a meme for me too. More of a yeah. joke. Like, yeah, I mean, let's go for uh let's go for religious monarchy. Be now, better off. I will say, I will say that it is a little meme, but Donald Trump was also a meme, you know? Yeah, and and right? it's like, you know, Donald Trump was a meme until he wasn't. So I, I don't know. I mean, you would have to kind of, and it's also, a, I wanted to say this earlier, earlier when we were talking about uh, conservatism is a common <laughs> thing that, you know, people that oppose conservatism or, or libertarians will say like, Oh, you're a conservative. What did you conserve? And it's, they're, they're true. That, that is true. That, that the conservatives, but it does become kind of me. I get yeah, what you're saying. But like, and I, but I think my point is that I think that they, um, <clears throat> It's like, what are you trying to conserve? And and a lot of conservatives who are, you know, like American conservatives would say they're trying to conserve the the Constitution. And I don't think that goes far enough. And you you brought up just conserving se- some semblance of morality. And I think that yeah. like moral tradition. Which we tradi- failed at. Yeah. Well, yeah, we failed at conserving anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, but for sure. Moral tradition is that – and like God's law is the thing that I think that is there to be conser- conserved. And I think if you – if if we you know the right wing frames it that way rather than the constitution like most of the people that i listen to see the constitution as basically a failed document um i kind of think that as well just based on fruits um sure. and it's like if you're trying to conserve morality you can do it just depends on what progressivism and conservatism are both built into it is what are you trying to progress to and what are you trying to cons- conserve and they're right. both sides are think they're the moral side like they're trying to progress to something more moral and conservatives good ones are trying to conserve something that was more moral then you have 
the two right. worldviews. But uh, yeah, I mean, so you still call yourself, yeah, you're you're the conservative Christian asshole that your gender studies <laughs> professor warned us about. So that's something, yeah, you, yeah, you call yourself a conservative I mean, in common I, conversation. I mean, I am right now just because like I've, I, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, I feel like there actually needs to be somebody who understands what conservatism is and means. Yeah. Um, and actually wants to stand for cultural conservatism, moral conservatism, which is, to me, the more important thing. So we've had a lot of people that are just like, oh, well, you know, I like Trump and, uh, you know, I don't like Biden. So that makes me a conservative. It's like, not really like the Trump, <laughs> the Trump. Uh, no, for real. Like, OK, it's so the Trump weak. Coalition, That's such a weak said yeah. this, it's a week. It's weak. Yeah. The Trump coalition. I've, I've pointed this out to so many people. It's like the Trump coalition is a bunch of conservatives, libertarians, and liberals who just don't like communism, mm. right? And I'm okay with like banding together to, to win some wars like that. And I would love if we could just get rid of communism and get rid of like all the cultural Marxism. And then we can fight it out amongst ourselves again amongst rational people because there's plenty of people in the Trump tent that I disagree with on almost everything. But, you know, it's like you don't just get to call yourself a conservative. I'm not trying to like gatekeep, but words mean something, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. They have to mean something, otherwise, yeah, they must. Is, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, exactly. They mu- they must mean something, like, or we're not even we're doing like nothing even right now. <laughs> like to, that's yeah. why, like the idea of logos in in the Greek, you know, the in, sure. in the Greek old ancient Greek is it means meaning. That's and it's biblical too. Then that's why Jesus was the living word. You know, it's it go, right. it always goes back to like really spiritual, profound stuff. Um, one thing I like asking people on the right, uh, and this is where I kind of break with um, a lot of right wingers is on this issue of communism. And you, you said words have meaning. And I would play ball with the phrase Marxism more than communism. I, I use, yeah, I honestly should use Marxism more than communism. Yeah. I just don't think a lot of people know what either one means. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you accept sure. the definition of communism is government controlling the, the means of production? Yes and no, because here's the thing. Like, I think that people have simplified communism to be the anti-capitalism and it's, it's apples and oranges. Communism is not just an economic system. Mm. Historically, it's, it's not. So when people are like, uh, oh, well, this is communism, this is capitalism, it's like, well, there's so much more to it than that. And maybe you could just call it Marxism and that would incorporate everything. Maybe that's what I should do. But uh, communism is an atheistic religious cult. It, it just is. So like to, to boil it down to just this side is capitalism, this side is communism, is I just think it's a dishonest argument. So I do use it pr- provocatively for that reason because I don't think people understand the history of it. So I don't know. I don't that's, know if that's, that's what you, you were asking. Yeah, yeah not, I mean, I, no, that is what I'm at. It's actually making me think because I maybe pigeonholed it in the, you know, because I've read Marx. I've read. Um, sure, me too. Yeah. And, and so to me, I understood it as the uh, the economic system of where it's it's very simple. It's like it, it's the government control of the the overt, explicit control of the private sector by, by the government. They call yeah. it collective control. But when you frame it as like a atheistic religious uh, cult, I would ask, are there other atheistic re- religious cults of a different name? Because I've just been saying Satanists to get straight right. to straight to like or Luciferians without without knowing it. Unwitting you Luciferians, want, you know, you, you want to hear my uh, grand unified conspiracy theory real quick. Oh, yes. Because people always are looking for and this ties in what you're saying. People are always looking for like, who is the person in control of the entire world? Who's the Illuminati? Who are these people? Uh, it's Satan. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So when you see everybody acting as if they're following the same leader, they are. 
it's just, this is why I say it is a spiritual war. And I think if you don't have that understanding, like I've talked to so many people in the last year who can see things right in front of their face and not see it and, and not see it. It's like they have blinders on their eyes. So like, I truly believe there is like spiritual deception, spiritual blindness going on with people like these, these, uh, the Bible calls it like, well, scales on your eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I, when you talk about like, you just call them Satanists, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's what it all boils down to. When you look at all of these evil ideologies throughout history, it's weird how many of them pop up again and again and again under a different name. Uh, that's my belief. Anyway, I like, if you really are talking about in spiritual realm and spiritual terms, like I think any false religion is, is a form of Satan worship, a form of demon worship. So when you see all these things pop up again and again and again, it makes you wonder if it's just the same demon, you know, like yep. that people are worshiping under different names. Like if you look at Gnosticism and you look at Scientology or, yep. or things like that, it's like, you got a lot of the same stuff going on. Yeah. You get so, it, bro. You definitely get it. That's like, that might be too much for some no, people. No, no, we, we, I mean, not this chat. I mean, we, we talk about this stuff okay. all the time. Every stream, it, this, this same thing comes up. I think it's, it's true, man. I, I don't think it's almost, it's like also biblical that there's nothing new under the sun. I think right. it's like, cause you're describing that in terms of the demonic realm and I'm describing in terms of people analyzing the demonic realm. I think people have gotten this because it was true for a very long time. I think it's just true. It's just like it's the same tropes and themes come up over and over. Um, I have problems with the guy now, but this is why I got into Jordan Peterson uh, about three or four years ago because he he would just bring up like narrative realities that keep coming yeah. up and and it's like after everyone's dead 500 600 years later because it's like part of the human condition and i think the spiritual realm is is as part of the human condition as the as the real realm so absolutely yeah absolutely sense. it's like you ever see the movie constantine it's one of my favorites for the visual of it mm. yeah. you know you know what i'm talking yeah. about where it's like heaven and earth or heaven and hell and earth are like all in this plane and only some people yep. can see it. And that's biblical too. If I think it was like Elijah or even Ezekiel uh, have, have mentioned things like that, wow. like seeing things. Um, yeah. That's, that's deep dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, this is like, <laughs> it's the, a comic book movie, but it, it speaks to me. All right. Know. This is, yeah, this is the, um, it's like the subject matter of so much of what we talk about here. I mean, we cover like, there's kind of maybe three different things we do on the daily agreements. There's like the general news. There's complete, like, like complete clown pilled videos on the internet and getting like into really deep conspiratorial philosophical stuff like this. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, you're speaking our language, man. This dude really gets it. Uh, all right. So I, th- we're going to move on to the lightning round. Now, um, usually I will say, f- answer these questions as fast as you can, but I will you try. Can also <laughs> use them. You can we, feel free to use it as like a talking point or like a, go on okay. a tangent. Like it doesn't have to be like one word answers and things like that, but people are uh, filling up the chat right now with all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> let's get into the light, lightning what round up, chat. Yeah. Yo, shout out to the greatest live chat this side of heaven. You guys are awesome. I'm, I'm like, I have to stop looking at it so much cause I'm loving reading it and I'm trying uh, to like pay attention. Yeah. To what yeah. That's cool. Um, all right. So life to the max puts some in here that were kind of uh, like jokes or or whatever, but I'm gonna read them either way because I've promised you guys long long ago that I will read all of them, regardless of how weird they are. Um, all right, so what offensive gesture are you training your puppy? What do you know what this is gesture? about? Do you know yes, what I'm talking uh, about? Here? I have <laughs> not I have not trained my puppy to do the Hitler salute yet. I do okay. have a puppy. Uh she's three months old now. Um it's the first dog we've had as a family. 
so nothing yet, but I will, I'm down for some suggestions. Right. I think if I could, it would be this symbol. I saw your, you know, the okay symbol that's somehow racist now because of a 4chan meme that nobody gets. Um, for real. People are so dumb, dude. I just dude, can't believe that. How are they so retarded? Oh man? my gosh. It's crazy. I, I really don't think as that many of them believe what they're saying. I they're don't think they do. I think they just want to use it to attack people and get dumb people to believe it. Yeah. But it's just infuriating to see people be like, oh, okay, man, see you later. And then like, oh, racist. Yeah. I mean, Obama did it, but it's racist when you do it because yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, that, that one picture <sighs> of Obama where he's just like. <laughs> so if I could teach my puppy, it would be, yeah, be the okay be symbol. Good. Okay. Um, I'll try. Right. Um, are you part ginger and do you have a soul? <laughs> <laughs> I get this question all the time. My beard is red. Okay. Uh, I don't dye it. I get asked that a lot too. Okay. I don't know why my beard is so red. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I have a soul. We'll have to see. Okay. That's, that's for God. <laughs> yeah, to uh, yeah. Who's the guy? It's <laughs> Some people cab, would right? say I'm such an asshole that I don't have a soul. So no, no you're not an asshole. You're just kind like of a enjoy real, being an asshole sometimes, being, dude. Uh, my wife described me as the nicest asshole she's ever met. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's um, a, so Okay, do, who's the guy Copper Cab? He's the dude that did the gi- Gingers Don't Have Souls. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. Yeah, he just got banned. Gingers have souls, man. He got banned from YouTube and then did a campaign where he made, like, crying I videos. Remember it. Yeah. It he, was like he, an MLK speech campaign at one point. <laughs> it got so ridiculous. I could never tell if he was memeing or serious. Dude, I... Does anybody know? I don't I don't think anyone knows. And I, I've seen him speak live before. I, I've... I, he, he opened up for Gavin McInnes in 2019. At this no rally. way he did yeah yeah i saw so him it had to have been a meme if gavin had him it yeah had him. it was but i saw like milo gavin uh ali alexander laura loomer it was a bunch of people um yeah. and he just was in i think he's just <laughs> in character the whole time he was like a trans. that's, that's dedication dude yeah he's he was like trans I, I don't i don't know man um i will say this i have made that mistake before of, of uh being so convincing in my satire that people think i'm serious mm. and it made me learn as a, as a comedic writer and someone who likes to do jokes that you have to have enough punchlines early or people just get mad so like with tiktok you have a minute right and uh, i had one video that did decent and it was the gender wage gap and i was like doing this serious video, black and white, slow, somber music, like the gender wage gap is real and this and that and the other. And it took me 30 seconds to get to the first punchline where I said, for every dollar a, a man makes, a woman only makes three quarters, two dimes and a nickel. And people were so pissed. People were Yo. so pissed because they didn't listen far enough. And uh, that's when I learned that you have to ha- put your first joke in it at about eight seconds to keep okay. people's attention. I started writing more jokes in if, if anybody needs that advice, but uh a lot of angry comments. <laughs> why? Why do people, people get so mad, dude? Why do they get so mad? I don't know. <laughs> there are the, the. I was convincing, the, is what it was. I was it's very convincing that I was like making this bullshit argument. Um, one the reason I got banned on Twitch is because we went into another person's stream and 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 like we're messing with them and stuff like that. And then I just got like a it was like two days of hate campaign on Twitter from what I call La Homo Nostra, which is the gay mafia. <laughs> oh, can and, I borrow that name? Oh yeah, I you can it. use it all. You just credit yeah. me or whatever. I I I'll made it up. You, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I made it love up it. In like 2020. Um, I'm as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, I'm it's actually an original term. Um, I'm very proud like of it. it. If it uh, yeah, so and they just like they're like actually mad i'm like you're actually mad like it, it you know that's why the ban button exists you just ban right. so you don't have to get mad 
Right. Was like, so I don't know, man. I was crazy. I feed off the trolls though, dude. Mm, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I love getting, because the angry comments, they just fuel my next uh, video. Mm. So, so the, the, Good. actually I've said this to people before, but one of the hardest things about being so shadow banned is I don't get the angry comments anymore. Cause like 12 of my followers see my stuff. So like they agree with me and I'm like, no, I want the people to be pissed off and write stuff so I can parody them and make jokes yeah. about them. But cool, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's keep going. What is the shape of the earth? It's round, dude. It's I, round. I'm sorry. I know people probably be mad. I've, I, I just cannot with the flatter yeah. thing. I, yeah. I did a video on it. If you guys want to watch it. Okay. But, I would, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out, man. Maybe you'll convince <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> uh, what happened? We Maybe brought this hollow up. though. Maybe it's Maybe hollow. hollow. Yeah. Kidding. That was on no. the list, but that was, that was past the anti-Semitic. That was our first, that was our first episode as we did. Our first episode of totally plausible was is the earth hollow and do the Simpsons writers know the future? Yeah. Um, oh, that that's a fun good, one. Dude, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, we brought up Peterson a second ago. You know that interview that he gave where he, like, is saying something and the lady is like, uh, so what you're saying is that women should be in yeah. okay. That's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I think the, the earth is hollow. So what you're saying is you hate the Jews. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> like, what that yeah, list was like. like. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, okay. What happened with Kurt Cobain? This is from, from me actually. Oh, Do you think Courtney Love Cor- killed Courtney him Love, or had yeah. somebody kill him? Yeah. We did an episode on that too. And uh, I think somebody in the chat was there conspiracy theories. That is one of my favorite to talk about mm. because it's to me. Uh Oh, is this me? Is that my end or on PJ's end? No, we were doing so well. Uh, hang on one second. No, you got you guys are still here, right? Uh oh, dude, look what we were talking about, though, dude. Yo, fight me. Oh, here we go. Are you back? I can't hear you. I'm gonna boot you and come back. I can Everyone's hear you. Oh, okay. Um, you're cutting way in and out. I don't know what's going on. Let me, um, <laughs> dude, guys, though, it, it always happens like this when we're talking about this kind of stuff. Are we still up on YouTube? We're up. I'm going to boot you, PJ. Come back. All right, let's see if the guy, uh, if we'll come back in. (laughs) Yo, I'm saying, though, it's always when we talk about stuff like that. Oh. The earth is fat. All right, he's back. We're back. Oh, you're muted. There we go. It was yes. my internet. It cut out for All a minute. Right, good. I'm and, just glad uh, you came back. back. Good, good, good. Um, but I was just saying that this has happened so many times when we get into the conspiracy yeah. stuff. And it was, <laughs> someone will get dropped and I, people are in the, like, Arvolt just said feds have entered the chat. Entered the chat. <laughs> True story, dude. Um, yeah. Talking about conspiracy stuff. We had one episode we had to do three different times to get it to work because every time something happened to it. Mm. So it either... 
it either uh, the whole thing didn't record, even though I hit record or it got corrupted or the Internet cut out. Like we had to do this episode so many times, at least three times. and It was the dog man. So I don't know if bringing that up, if like that's one the feds are going to shut me down for. But that's another one of my favorites. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's this I used to watch this show called the dog man prophecies or something like that. Yeah. And, and he, he almost did like almost the same premise as you with a little, like uh, a few different ones where they try to get into every conspiracy. Um, sure. I saw this spicy meme. I'm trying to look it up right now where it was like, Kurt, it was like Kurt Cobain, Michelangelo. And it was like, one was like, you know, it, and it was like things they had in common. And it was like, um, like world renowned artists, both in common painted a ceiling both in common live <laughs> live live to age 40 not in common <laughs> wait hold on i have to ask uh somebody in chat might know this because i saw some gamers in here i saw a meme a while ago and it was like a gun from fallout i've never played fallout but it was a shotgun and it was called kurt cobain's microphone and i've always wanted to know if that was real and that's like something they actually put in the game or like a mod it's not made. in the normal version of it, it has I, to be i've a played mod. yeah it has, it has to be a mod. mod yeah um that's interesting because uh, Aimless Gamer just asked, uh, what's your favorite video game? So are you like a gamer so at all? So if you, you, if you see, oh, wrong way. You see this over here, Metal Gear Solid poster? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, big Metal Gear Solid fan. Yeah, so, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, have you ever cried while playing a video game? <laughs> Can I say yes and not be uh, considered a pussy? <laughs> uh, probably probably not, but, you, you know, it's you did no. it. <laughs> it's done. It's said. There, there, was, there was one single manly tear. That came down at, okay. at, at the ending of a video game once. Okay. Let's put it that way. Care to share what? Uh, Not cried. It wasn't like ugly crying or like. Um, it was. It was probably at the end of Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah, you're just sitting but, there like snake, snake, snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, okay. that, I just love that series so much. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite games when I was. Yeah. yeah the original. I was just like, I loved it. Um, wasted many, many an hour. Um, yep. What's your favorite type of burger? Oh, anything with bacon and jalapenos, dude. That's my thing. That's my jam. So probably like what, like a Midwest burger they might call, or uh, I don't know, Western burgers. It's like onion rings and jalapenos and bacon, like that. That right Mm, there. Very good. Some Southwest Um, sauce. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, melted Swiss and uh, roasted mushrooms and caramelized onions on a burger. Oh man, I just hate mushrooms so much. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it's, you, I, I can tell you didn't get the reference. Uh, so we're, we're going to watch a video real fast that I'll, uh, that's, it's one of our, uh, one of the things we've watched the most on the show. Good. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me share this with you. Um, right. so this is, um, <laughs> Richard Spencer talking about his favorite burger. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so I, wait, oh, sorry. Um, there we go. So can you see it, see it anymore? No. Uh, no, I can't see it now. I could oh, I saw bad. it a second ago. My bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, I got to redo it. The people like this one a lot. So there we go. Um, so here's Richard Spencer on his favorite burger. I've had some good burgers in my time. Uh, I, I love a good Swiss melted Swiss cheese and mush roasted mushrooms and caramelized onions on a burger. Uh, that is hot stuff. You can get that at, at a number of different places. There's been there's been streams where we've watched that like 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 fifty times in a row. I don't know why it's funny, but it is it's funny because yeah. he's definitely a closet homosexual. That's why, dude. That's exactly what <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. The, yeah, there's there's something going on there for sure. He kind of looks like the dad in Back to the Future in that clip. Oh, George McFly. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Oh my gosh, that's very interesting. Okay, yeah. um, that's that's. 
Yeah, George McFly. Um, <laughs> you are my 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 density. Hello, McFly. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. Okay, so are you okay? This is the this is a, a question that we ask almost every guest. When you listen to an audiobook <clears throat> and you tell a person that you've listened to this audiobook, do you tell them that you just read a book? Or do you tell them that you listen to the book? <laughs> I feel so bad because I say red and I know it's stupid. Um, <laughs> but it's just so, I just hate explaining to everyone. I drive for a living. For people who don't know, I drive mm. semi-truck for a living. So wow. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And, you know, it's just, a th- I'll just be like, yeah, I read that book or this or that. Instead of, oh, I listened to that book. And then you have to have that conversation. Like, oh, it's not the same, dude. Um, but in all honesty, like it, for me, and I know it's different for everybody. Um, for me, I remember way more when I listen than when I stare at a book, uh, it might just be my ADHD, but I'll read like two pages and I'll be thinking about something else. And I'll be like, shit, I gotta read those pages again, (laughs) but I memorize everything I hear. So like, if I, uh, if I listen to it, I remember way more. So yeah, that's a good point. I wouldn't say it's like a lesser, I'm not a lesser person for having listened to it, but yeah, I I probably say read just to save time. There's like four different camps now that I've, I've, I've like asked this question to like 12 different people first of all i will say that i got converted i used to say red just for the ease of it especially when i'm talking to someone older and i say listen sometimes yeah yeah, i I listen i say i listened and but there are people in the chat it's almost like the democrat and the republican there's two different like wings of each party and there's a couple of people in the chat that are like, they're like, you have to, you, you have to say you, you listen to it and you're dumber if you listen to it. <laughs> like if you, if, unless you read it, you're like not going to, it like activates the intelligence muscle better. We have some hardcore listeners in the chat. We have hardcore readers in the chat. It's very, very divisive. I will say this. Um, I wish I knew grammar and punctuation better than I do. <laughs> and it's probably because of listening. So like in that aspect, I'll, I'll actually agree but as far as like gaining the information and being able to remember and recite it, I do learn better listening, but uh, I've always wanted to, to write. I actually almost finished a novel one time and I realized like, I really need an editor cause I don't know how to punctuate stuff. Uh, yeah. Properly. That's a good I point. Yeah. I feel like it's like part of, it's part of the millennial thing, man. Like I, right. I feel it too. Cause yeah, I mean like when I have to, when I'm writing either an article or even a tweet, mm-hmm. I sometimes have uh have like a grammar app open yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, where does this period go, dude? Like I've used Grammarly to write articles before because I'm like, I know how to say it uh, properly. <laughs> I just don't know how to put yeah. it on the paper properly. For somebody's like, oh, that comma should have been there. That should have been a, a parenthesis or not a parenthesis, a semicolon instead right. of a period. Yeah. I, when I wrote a paper back in the day, it would just be like red ink everywhere. But I was like, oh, yo, but I can talk it to you. Like, um, yeah. That's why I always like public speaking. You know, I took a couple classes on that. I was in student <laughs> council, and you know, I was that was always, you know, I don't know, post literate society or whatever. Um, did you go to Christian camp as a kid? I went to one. Yeah, okay. I went to one when I was a kid. Uh, it was it was fun. I mean, we stayed in teepees and raced go karts and yeah, did archery and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, have you been a Christian like your your whole life? I I, I know it's a big, a big yeah, subject. Yeah, so I was raised in a very conservative, very Christian home. Um, so it, it, I've been very different from other people in that regard where people say my parents said never talk about politics, religion, well, that's all we talk about in my family. Good. So I feel I like well-versed in a lot of this, just for the fact that that is what, like I went to my family reunion a few weeks ago and every aunt and uncle and cousin, that's like what we talk about. So good. I like that's better yeah. than the, than, than the latter. I mean, not the latter, better than the opposite. 
Yeah, sure. If, yeah, if you don't, if it's just all what'd you do with your day and like, oh, let's talk about boring, food. <laughs> boring, man, it's so boring. Um, I brought up your uh, your most extreme conspiracy theory um, earlier, but this is a little bit different. What is your favorite one? Do you have like a favorite one that even if it's true or false, it's like your favorite one to talk about or to anything like that? Uh, yeah, I just love talking about conspiracy theories. So I, I really don't know. I like, I like the Kurt Cobain one. Cause I feel like everybody knows Kurt Cobain. It's fun to talk about. I like to talk about dog man though, because I have a, an experience with, uh, with dog man. Um, I don't think it's real per se, but I had one of those experiences where as a child, it really seemed like dog man was outside my tent and I've never been more scared in my whole life. So, uh, it's a weird sound. Um, dog man's a Michigan Based you, you conspiracy live in Michigan? uh cryptid yeah do, do, yep yeah wow so. that's where i'm from i'm from oakland county so oh like, nice you know, yeah 20, so i live 30 minutes i live near lansing okay yeah gotcha. i lived i lived in east lansing for two years yeah i went to lcc oh, nice. yeah and we got some listeners in the chat that are in michigan we have we have a like four or five regulars that are michigan folk i kind of got that vibe a little bit i wasn't sure especially like so what by the way what was the name of the the christian camp you went to oh it dropped again Man. Two Michiganders were connecting. See if we can get get him back in here. See if we can get it to try again. So you guys are digging PJ, huh? Better not be saying that you like that, that you like him more than me though. Might be wrong, says uh, PJ Greater Sign Steven. How, dude, where's your loyalty, dude? Where's your loyalty? Yeah, it's Whitmer. This, it was Whitmer. Yeah. I want to know what camp he went to. I think he's going to say Spring Hill because that's the one I went to. Gretchen Whitmer took him down. Oh, you guys said the same thing at the... Yeah, cool it with the anti-Semitic dogman talk. So true. It's like, yeah, you're a hollow earther. <laughs> All right, we're back. You're muted again. Yeah, so right. I guess we'd have to stop asking that question because yeah. every time I bring up a certain name and this whole thing... Yeah. I told you, man. It's the dogman, man. hates me. Wow. Um, yeah. So was the, what was the name of the camp you went? Did you go to Sp- Spring Hill? I think it was, but yeah, I was so I young that too. I don't remember did spring hill have the teepees and the cabins cabins and teepees, the zipline the, yep. zip the go-karts yeah i yep, went to, I went to I went spring to. hill like three years wow that's crazy nice. yeah. yeah all right good stuff yeah so i mean that oh yeah one last question very important do you like pa- pineapple on pizza you know it's not like my favorite thing but i'll eat it it's all right yeah i'm, I'm weird because i'm not one of those people who's like super hardcore on either camp so yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I, I hate I hate giving you guys a middle of the road answer, not being able to like fight for my position on that. But <laughs> yeah, dude, right. what a what a coward, bro! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's a politician's answer, right? It's yeah. like, wait, what, what crowd am I speaking in front of? Right. So, uh, more to that point, is it soda or pop? It's pop. I mean, it's, pop, it's Michigan, dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pop aimless gamer. Who's our Michigan? Uh, one of our Michigan crowd gave me this T-shirt in the. Uh, in the PO box yesterday so yeah (laughs) my wife is from California so it's soda to her awesome uh, I always say pop 
Yeah, um, dude, don't, don't, get, don't, you got to die on that hill, dude. That's like, more I will die on the hill, especially yeah. there's, there's states, there's states in America, believe it or not, that say Coke. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. It's like <laughs> Coke is a thing. It's not like a general term for pop. That's where I was. Weirdos. I spent a ton of time in North Carolina growing up, and my grandma yeah. grandma says Coke. Do you want a Coke? And she's like, "What kind?" I'm like, "Mountain Dew Coke." Like, yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> All right, good stuff, man. All right, that's the end of our lightning round. It was an awesome chat with you, man. Love to have you have you back on in a couple months or something Dude, like that. I, I loved being here. Thank you cool. so much, and thank you to your chat. You guys are a lot of fun. If- I'd love to be back on anytime, dude. All right. Sounds good. Yo, I was, so this is going to be a podcast in a couple days. So yeah. plug your stuff in audio form and I'll uh, make sure all the links are in the <clears> description and stuff like that. I, everyone should follow PJ. Yeah. Where, where can we find you online? So yeah, right now, um, Twitter, PJ underscore Patriot, Instagram, same thing. TikTok. Uh, there's some other projects I'll probably be working on soon. So follow me at those places. Uh, message me if you want to be part of the discord. And uh, I'll have some new announcements coming out soon. I don't have a lot of big things to plug right now, but uh, school's getting back in session for my kids. I took some time off to be with them uh, away from all this stuff, and I'm kind of getting back into it now. They started school today, so I should have some stuff coming up. So follow me there and uh, stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, dude, definitely I'll hit you up in DMs and stuff like that. Great meeting you, and you'll be a recurring guest. It was a great conversation, man. Thank you, man. Take it easy. All right, take care. God bless. Bye. Amazing. PJ Patriot in the house. That was awesome. That was a great chat. Uh, I know you guys uh, still care about me more. I mean, I, I saw a little too much, to be honest, a little too much PJ love in the chat. Now, PJ is a lovable guy, but I'm saying that I'm still your humble host, right? Right? Right. That was great. All jokes aside, that was fantastic.